Praise the Lord. All right. Well, we are glad that you are here tonight. And on a few occasions through this Connect 301 process, Master Level Leadership process, we have the privilege of the right Reverend Peter Benson. And tonight, Pete is going to lead us in our principles tonight. And so without further ado, let's hear it for Pete. Benson is in the house. Oh, yeah. Well, that was probably the best announcement I've ever had. Thank you, Pastor Ben. My, my. That's funny. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Um, I'm going to go ahead and and pray. I know Pastor Ben just kind of prayed, but I'm going to let's prepare our hearts real quick. Father God, we thank you for what you're doing here today, Father God. We thank you that you are working amongst us, Father God, that you, you are preparing our hearts, Lord Jesus, for your word and for, for making goals and making room in our life for you, Lord God, and to, and to achieve the things you have called us to achieve, Father God, and, and, and just do a thousand times more, Lord God. And we thank you that you're leading and guiding us, and you are sharing with us kingdom principles on to make us better. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm so glad. I ha- it is a privilege to be here. Um, be here before you guys. And, and, you know, through this course, we're talking about, you know, master level leadership. I mean, there's superficial leadership, second level leadership, and we're all striving to get to master level leadership. And I believe God is, is, has you on course, that you're, you're making your way towards that. You know, but have you ever felt like in your life that, like, you're just spinning your wheels, like you've exerted all this energy, you're moving, you're, you're going after things as hard as you can, but you just haven't seemed to get anywhere seems like you're on a merry-go-round, and you're, you're going fast, and things are whizzing by, and you're working hard, but, but in the end, you're ending up right at the same place where you started. You know, I don't know about you, I felt that way, and sometimes in my life, when, it, when I'm doing that, you know, I feel like, you know, maybe it's time to, to re-look at some of the things that we're doing and working on, you know, and if I told you that there was a magic formula, there's a magic formula out there that could help you accomplish a thousand times more than, than you're, you're accomplishing right now. You know, would you, would you do something about it? Yes, of course you would. Of course you would. But there is, the good news is, is I don't have a magic formula. I'm sorry. But, you know, there is, there is a kingdom principle that I think that can propel you into doing more than you, than you ever thought possible, more than you ever dreamed or could do on your own. And, and it's a... It's just having vision and setting goals. You know, in doing this in your life, you are able to set yourself up for success. You know, vision is a comprehensive sense of where you want to be in 10 to 15 years. If I asked you, hey, where are you going to be in 10 to 15 years? Could you look at me and say, Pete, this is my goal. In my family, I'm going to have my kids are going to be raised and in college. And and I'm going to have, I'm going to land that job I've been after for for the past few years, and I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be living in, retired living in, you know, Florida or wherever, you know, people to go where they retire. You know, if you can spell that out, if you can say, hey, this is where I, you know, that means that you have vision in your life. And last week, Pastor Ben did an excellent job in talking to us about vision, getting vision, and, and it's that cup that Pastor Ben talked about. You know, you want to get a big cup and get big vision in your life, Okay. 
So we want to get that vision. It's so important. That's kind of like the first step because the vision is like the the macro picture. It's the broad picture of your life. It's a broad picture of where you want to go. You must define the what. That is the what. Your your vision is the what. I want to be, you know, here. This is what I want to accomplish in my life. But the faith goals are the micro steps that get you from point A to point B. And that's what we want to look at today is those steps on getting Getting, yes, you have the big picture. You, you need to start there. And Pastor Ben did a great job of, of launching us off and saying, hey, let's get vision in our lives. Get God's vision for your life. And now we need to get the micro steps on how we're going to achieve this vision. You know, the vision is general and can, be, and can be pursued over an indefinite period of time. It's very general. It's, I want to be healthy. You know, in my life, I desire to be healthy. That's, that's kind of like a vision for my life, but it's nonspecific. You know, I want to be in shape. Faith goals are the micro steps. A goal is specific, and it has a specific deadline for its achievement. Okay, so it's, it's not I just I want to be healthy. It's I want to run. I want to be able to run a full marathon by November. Okay, that's specific. That's got a deadline to it. That's the difference between it's, it's not broad. It's specific and it's got a deadline on it, okay? The Apostle Paul, we can all agree that he was a master level leader. He was a pace-setting leader. He says in 1 Corinthians 9.26, he says, So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. And I like that, that terminology, that phrase, shadow boxing. He's saying that he runs with purpose in every step, that he's not wandering around, expending all this energy with no plan, no no goal, and he's just punching at the wind. He's got nothing to, he's not shooting at anything in particular. No, he's saying, I run with purpose. He has identified what he wants. He's identified and, and has every step he takes is well thought out and purposeful, taking him towards the goal. You know, I try to do every. I try to do one thing every day that's going to take me towards my goals in my life. I try to sit down and think about it. Do I do it every single day? No, I try to, though. I make an effort to say, hey, where am I headed? What are my goals? And then try to do something each day to help bring me closer to that. And, and that's what Paul's talking about. You know, my father always says it like this. He, he says he's, he's an incredible visionary. He's an incredible man. He always used to tell me, Pete, you know how you eat an elephant is one bite at a time. And I'm sure you guys have heard this, but it's so true in my life. My dad has always told me this, and it's, it's really been a blessing to me because you don't start by trying to eat the whole thing. You start bit by bit by bit. And those what your faith goals are, each step, every little piece that fits together, that brings you. And, and when you start to do this, you will be amazed and shocked at how fast you, how much progress you've seen in your life. Okay? And Paul, in, in Philippians, Paul goes on to say, he talks about this again in his letter. He says, I press on towards the goal to win the prize. He had a goal in mind. He wasn't just, you know, showing up and, well, you know, let's, let's see what happens today. Where, you know, where's the wind going to blow me today? And he had a goal. He had vision. He had purpose. And he moved in there. If you were to go out on the street and take a poll, you just went on the, out on the street and took a random poll of, of people and said, hey, where are you going to be in the next 10 years? 95% of the people you would run into would have no goals set for their life. And there's only 5% of the population that has, has goals, has visions set for their life. Like, this is where I'm going to be. This is how I'm going to do it. This is the plan I have laid out. 95% doesn't. And if you ask of those 95%ers, you say, hey, what is in your future? 
you know, they may say something like this, like, I'm going to get up, I'm going to shower, I'm going to go to work, I'm going to come home, I'm going to have a beer, I'm going to go to bed, go wake up, go home, take a shower, go to work, have a beer. And it's the same thing over and over. They're not going anywhere. They're not on the track to success. They're just, you know, blown around in the breeze. You know, we don't want to be there. The, what separates the 5% from the 95% is the goals that they have laid out for their life. Those goals that, that are helping them get, get somewhere. You know, a goal is a micro step that takes you closer to your vision. They are very measurable and specific. So when you set goals, they help you track yourself. Like if I want to run a marathon in November, you know, I, that's a specific goal. If it's December and I haven't run a marathon yet, I can pretty much say that measurably I haven't achieved that goal yet. And, and you can all look at me here and say, no, Pete, you haven't. It's not really one of my goals. <laughs> it's coming. I'm not really going to run a marathon. But, I was, you know, I'll, I'll think about it. You know, but it gives you something to shoot at or aim for, okay? A, a faith goal is a target. It's a target in your life. It gives you something to shoot for. It's measurable, and it gives you something to shoot at. You know, without goals in your life, you will be ruled by lots of different things. One of the things you'll be ruled by, you'll be ruled by other people's priorities. If you don't stop and take time to set goals for your life, other people's priorities can get you off course. You know, you can spend your effort on things that don't bring you closer to vision. You, you're easily sidetracked because you don't have a point of origin, a straight line that you're headed down. Other people's priorities can get you off track. The second thing that, that can dominate your time is circumstances. You know, circumstances can take over. You know, I want to start a business, but I can't because I'm not licensed, okay? That's a circumstance, but you know what? If you set a faith goal, I'm going to get licensed by by April and you take your classes, you get certified, you get licensed, you know, you can move past that. But if you're ruled by your, you know, if you don't make those goals, those circumstances can rule your life and, and put out your vision. You know, there's also brush fires. That's number three. Brush fires can rule your life. And what does that mean? That means you are too busy to plan because you're too busy spending your time putting out every little problem that comes up in your life. Because how many know problems arise in your life? Problems will come and choke your vision out. They will, you know, put, put your vision to, to shame if you don't have goals, okay? If you just stop trying to chase down every little problem, focus on your plan, you, you, you'll figure out in the end that those, those brush fires will put themselves out. Put out the major ones that, you know, need your immediate attention, but focus, move towards your, your goals, and you'll find the, the little time waster ones, they'll fizzle out, they'll dissipate, they'll disappear. You know, get on track, get your goals. You know, and, and some people say that goals are dangerous, that you shouldn't set goals because it's dangerous for you, because what if I don't achieve them, then you'll, you'll get, have a crushing blow to my ego, or, you know, I, I'll lose some self-esteem because, hey, I was shooting for this, and I didn't make it. You know, I only ran a half of a marathon, you know, but that is better than not trying to do anything at all, isn't it? If you never set out and have to, to achieve anything, guess what? You never will achieve anything. I mean, you all heard, you know, shoot for the moon and you miss, you hit the stars. I mean, you need to set a, a goal for your life, you know. And, and God, he had plans. He had goals. He works this way. You know, he's all through the Bible. It's his plan laid out, his vision, you know, of, of you know, creation and man and when Jesus would come. And it's all laid out. You know, even, even the end times, we don't know what it is, but God knows. He has that planned. It's ordained. 
You know, we need to, to it's a kingdom principle. God has made an example for us. You know, we need to, to follow that. You know, and faith goals give focus to our faith. They help us, you know, they help us focus in on what God has called us to do. They, they give us focus on that because faith is specific. Faith requires you to have specific goals in mind. You can't just, you know, expect God to be able to give you something. You got to, you know, you got to have specific ass wants, you know, needs and say, God, I'm working towards this. You know, goals are so important. It's like imagine a soccer game with no soccer goal, and everybody's running around kicking the ball and passing it. For what? I mean, there's no way to measure, you know, who's winning or what, you know, you're just in this struggle, this battle with no end. You know, goals are important, and that's what it's like in your life. If you don't have goals, you're playing a game with, with no way to measure your success, nothing to shoot for, nothing to aim at. You know, it's a basketball game with no hoop. You know, it's, you got to have a goal in your life to shoot for. You know, they will keep you from, from that merry-go-round feeling of going round and round and round and yet getting nowhere, you know. So I want to give you guys a few rules for setting goals in your life. You know, if you're, 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 you're getting ready, okay, I need to get some goals. Let's, let's look at a few principles, a few rules that will really help you guys in sitting down and making these goals. The first one is, is they must be specific. Okay, do not be aimless. Don't just shoot off into space hoping to hit something or you'll only end up causing damage in your life or somebody else's. Your goals, they must be specific. You know, goals must specify where you want to be and have steps. You're going to go and get there. They must be measurable. Okay, don't be general with your goals. Number two is you should prayerfully set your faith goals. You know, take some time. And, and spend it before the Lord and have him help you. Make him a part of your plan because he, guys, he has that plan for your life already. You need to, to seek God and find that plan and have him help you set some goals that are going to lead you to where he wants you to be for that vision for your life. You know, every year, I, you know, I sit down and I plan what it is I'm, I'm shooting for this year, and I keep it. If you, if you were to go in my office right now, you'll see, like, on my wall, I have a list of goals for the year that I've written down. Pastor Ben encouraged me, you know, when I came on to do this, and it has been a blessing to me. I have a list of goals on there for the whole year that I want to accomplish. But below that, he's also, Pastor Ben has also encouraged me, we have this list that we call a six-by-six six list where we sit down and say, okay, in the next six weeks, what can I do? What six things can I do in the next six weeks that are going to bring me closer to these overall goals for the year? And so I lay those out in every six weeks, and it's been a blessing to me just laying those out, figure, praying through, say, God, how can I make the biggest impact? Where is my time most well spent? And, and doing that, and, and I, I have them right in front of me where I can see them every day, every morning. I sit down, and I look at them, and say, okay, this is what I need to do. This is where I'm headed, okay. It helps keep me focused. It, it's, it's my goals, you know, so you should prayerfully set your goals. I just didn't sit down one day and said, oh, I'm going to do this. You know, I, I took some time, and we, we got away. We had a small retreat, and I sought the Lord, and he kind of laid him out the goals for me. Like, so, And I've shared some of them with the students. Like, we, you know, I desire to, to have 50 students by the end of the summer. That's a goal. It has a deadline. It, you know, it's something I'm working towards. Um, you know, we desire to, we're going to give $2,500 to Speed the Light as, as a youth group. You know, and, and we're, we're on course. We're moving towards that. You know, it's, it's March, and we're about $1,800. We're moving towards a goal. But had I never set a goal, had I never laid it out, we would be going nowhere. 
You know, it's it's setting goals are so important, and and to prayerfully set them is 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 huge. And number three is is you should always your goal should always take you closer to fulfilling your dream. Okay, so if your dream is to be a doctor, what point would it be for you to go and take a building class, building trades? It's not going to bring you towards your goal. It's not not leading you down where you're headed. Don't be sidetracked by all the things that are out there trying to pull you away from what God's trying to have you do. You know, your goal should always move you closer. Always. You know, don't waste your time on things that aren't in the scope of what you're shooting for or what your target is. And goals should be written down. This one's huge. You know, writing down your goals is important. It keeps them in front of you. Return to them. Check them, you know. Check them often. And, and two, when you write down your goal, it, they say that if you cannot sit down and write your goals out, then you probably haven't grasped them firmly in your mind, okay? It means you don't have a clear understanding of what your goals are, and by writing them down, they will help you identify and get them down on paper so you can wrap your mind around, okay, these are my goals. This is what God's calling me to do. You've got to write them down and then keep them in front of you. Okay, and then number five, they must be challenging. Don't make goals that are way too easy. You know, your goals should, should stretch you and leave room for God to do miracles in your life. You know, if, if last year you gave $1,000 to missions, don't say, okay, this year I'm going to hit that safe $1,000. You know you can do that. It's easier for you. You know, set, set, a, set a higher goal. I'm going to give $1,500. I'm going to give $2,000. Leave room for God to stretch you and to help you grow. You know, don't, don't settle for what's easy or what's, what's you know you can achieve in your own power without God moving in there. Okay, and the last one, the last thing is, is your faith goals should include, or, excuse me, they must be realistic. Number six, they must be realistic. Um, you know, but Pete, didn't you just say that my goals should be challenging? Yes, I did. I said they should be challenging, but not impossible. If last year you gave $1,000 to missions, don't say this year I'm going to give a million right off the bat if, you, you know, if you're not on track for that. They shouldn't be impossible. It's like building a house. Like you cannot, I don't care how many people you have. I don't care how many resources you have. You cannot put up a beautiful home in one day. You just can't do it. It takes time to dig the foundations, pour the footing for them to dry, to set before you can build. You just, you can't do it all in a day. I don't say, I'm going to build this house today and be done with it. It's just not possible. It's not feasible. But you can say, hey, I'm going to break ground, dig my foundations, pour my footings, let them set up, and then I'm going to, you know, begin building by the end of the week. That's an achievable goal, okay? So they must be you know, they want to be challenging, but they also must be realistic. You know, that's, it's a big deal. And the last thing is your goal should include deadlines. And we talked a little bit about this. You know, unless you set a deadline, your goal will be more likely a vague wish than a goal. Okay? I was really proud of, I believe it was Tyler Brown. He was telling me the other day on how he, he had a goal to be running this summer, and he's going to start off, and he's going to run for a week, he's going to do X amount of time, and then after that, he's going to turn it up, and then I'm going to run. The next week, I'm going to do it. He had it all spelled out, his goals, when he was going to start, who he's going to be running with, and I was like, yeah, all right, you know, that's awesome. You, you know, you got to set those goals like that, and he gave deadlines, and he had, 
a specific plan of how he was going to do it. And I tell you what, that's setting yourself up for success. You know, that's how you're going to win. That's how you're going to be able to achieve the things God has called you to be. You know, if you want to get your license, <laughs> you know, don't just say, I'm going to get my license someday. No, you got to set a deadline. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the class in May. You know, and there's another, you know, another guy in my life who's saying, I'm going to take this class at this time, and, you know, I'm finally going to do it, and it's going to be good. You know, you wouldn't say, hey, let's get married and just never set a, a time to get married, all right? Any good woman would not, after about two years, I mean, it'd be, it'd be set, set the date, call the church, let's get this going. You can't just say, we're going to get married, but we're never, never setting a date. It's just, you know, sometime where it's going to happen but we're not going to plan for it. We're not going to work towards achieving that goal. You know, it's like that. You know, set a time. Then you're able to walk out your plans and then to make them happen. You know, and that's faith goals are so important. It, you know, gives you a target. So I, I pray that you guys, if you, if you look on your, your sheets we gave you, it lays out um, on the back of it. Yeah, it lays out the different areas that, that we should be thinking. And, and what I like about this is it's not just you know, my professional goals, or it's not just one area of a broad general goals. It's like, you know, these are all the different areas in my life that we should have goals for. And it's good for you to sit down and prayerfully make some challenging yet realistic goals with some deadlines for each area in your life. Try to spell out where you're going to be, and then you can know that your cup is full of vision and that God is moving and you're going somewhere, and you can measure how you're coming and, and that will pr really propel you to do more than you've ever been able to do. It'll get you on a fast-track pace to success. Young people, you're at, a, you're at a time in your life where you're, you're, you're in school, but you're about to be out of school, and you have a lot of life choices, a lot of decisions to make in your life. How, you know, what better time than now to sit down and, and take time and spend with God to prayerfully get some direction for your life? Because God knows what it is. God knows where he wants you to go. You know, you may say, I'm too young to know or, or this or that. But you know what? If you prayerfully do it and have God help you, you can really lay out a successful plan for your future. You know, so I encourage you guys to do this. I encourage the adults, sit down and, and you know, work towards, you know, spiritual goals, personal goals, maybe a family goal is, you know, how, how am, I, am I setting up my, my kids to go to college? You know, pick out some goals and then work to achieve them. Okay, I'm going to put $10 away from, you know, a week from now until they graduate. You know, something that's going to bring you closer to your goal. You know, are you going to have 100% of it? Maybe not. But I tell you what, it's going to be a lot lower of a blow than if you just try to do it all at once without any preparation. You know, professionally, what are your professional goals? You know, ask yourself, do I even know what my professional goals are? Do, you know, do I know where I'm headed or am I, you know, kind of got, got sidetracked and caught up in the moment of everything, you know, that I'm doing and it's just become busy work. So take time and do this. You know, I really pray that you guys do. And, and I hope that, you know, it's a blessing to you and you guys can return to this and, and see how you're doing and everything. So let me pray for you guys and then I'll let you, and then we'll dismiss. Father God, we just thank you for what you're teaching us, Lord. We thank you that you have given us, you have a plan and a vision for us all, God. I pray that we could all prayerfully find what you have called us to do, Lord Jesus, and, and to set some goals and to set some achievement, 
markers in our life, of stairs to climb on, Lord Jesus, to get us where you have called us to be, Lord Jesus. And we just thank you for that. We thank you for clarity of mind and for just your, your grace and your provision to help us do this. And we know that we can't do it on our own strength, God. We don't want to, Father, that, that we want to have you working through us and helping us and, and just to accomplish your will. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen.